Oh, it is party time. Welcome to Tuesday, Monday's Hangover, a whole new episode of the Chad Prather Show. We are throwing it way back, throwing it way back to 2020, 2021. Yeah, I uh, dressed up as a moron today in my Halloween costume. And uh, don't you dare think about getting within 16. Well, it's, you know, for inflation, it used to be six feet. Now it's 16 feet. Don't get within 16 feet of me. Uh, you guys forced me to come back out into the studio, Brandon. Come back into public. To be around you bunch of knuckle-dragging mouth breathers. No telling what virus I'll pick up that has a 99.7% survival rate. Uh, it's okay, I got my gun. I don't know what the hell this is. <laughs> but it sprays the most annoying... You hear that? You know, hear that? Uh, they rain down on me. I don't know what the point of that is. It's, it, it's like it shoots out smelts. It shoots out little whale eggs or something. Uh, is that an Alex Stein prop? Yeah, we can't give him a real gun, so we give him one of those instead. Don't give Alex Stein uh, anything <laughs> with a sharp edge. Speaking of sharp edges, did you see that hockey clip? Yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's pretty gnarly. Is it murder? Is it manslaughter? Is it an accident? See, that's a hard one. Everybody's coming out. I don't ice skate or like I've never played hockey, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, he seemed to throw a leg. I don't, I doubt he was trying to cut his jugular. Yeah. But, uh, but boy, did he. Oh, he did. I mean, the guy died and this is a sad deal. He he bled out pretty quick. These are, um, these are, um, this was in England. Uh, and these are, I think both of them are former NHL players. I don't know hockey, so don't hold me to any of this. I sound like Glenn Beck discussing football. <laughs> I don't know anything about hockey, but I think both of these guys were ex-National uh, Hockey League players. And the one guy has a history of violence, um, a pretty aggressive player. Now, I'm going to say, if the trends hold... The guy who kicked him, and I can't, his name skips me right now, uh, the guy who did the kicking and the cutting with his skate. So there was a collision on the ice. The guy's going over, and he kicks out with his foot, hits him in the throat with the skate, slices his throat. He goes down on the ice. Blood goes everywhere, and he bleeds out. He dies. He actually gets up surprisingly quick for just having his throat cut. I think that tends to happen with people who get their carotid sliced is they yeah. it's like, "Oh, I don't they don't know they're mortally wounded." That's at what that it point. seemed like cuz he gets up and just almost immediately his entire jersey is just covered in blood. Yeah. That that heart pumps that stuff out so fast. I don't think your brain is registered that you're like wounded it, in that way. It must have cuz he got up like it was just about to be like another power play. Yeah. And uh then you your blood's gone. And yeah. so you bleed to death. And I've seen a lot of people saying it was an accident. The guy was crying his eyes out. He was so remorseful. And then other people said, nope, this is murder. Then some people say it's manslaughter. Uh, maybe he didn't mean to kick. I don't, I don't know. But I will tell you this. The thing, I, I'm going I'm to raise some ire for this. Uh, the guy's black. The guy's black. And I think they're going to give him a lot of leeway in how far they start pushing the charges on this thing. Because again, that's what happens with stuff like this. That the media narrative, if the person is a person of color, they're way more careful in the charges they make. 
Now, again, you can call me whatever you want to call me on this. I'm just telling you that's the media trend. We'll see what happens. I hope to God the guy wasn't trying to kill somebody. But again, what do I know? I dressed as a moron today. So a lot of people on social media said, you didn't need the mask. You already have the hat on. (laughs) Fair assessment, my friend. I've never purported to be smart. I just always choose to be right. That's the thing. I just always say that I'm right. Um, Before we get into more of the craziness that's out there, as far as the Israel-Hamas thing that's going on, the war that's happening, um, did you see where in uh, Utah, this is your neighborhood, there was a guy who was an armed man. He was found dead in the women's restroom. He's 22-year-old. He's a Utah theme park. Um, Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park. You ever been to Glenwood Caverns? I have not. Is that a thing? Uh, ever, apparently. Is that like a major deal or is that like a side of the road kind of RV park? I don't know. I don't know Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park. Uh, but uh, they found the body before business before business hours on Saturday. 22 years old, tactical clothing, helmet, had a rifle, had a handgun, fake grenades, pipe bombs. They were both real and fake. Um, it had a note that said, I'm not a killer. I just wanted to get into the caves. I'm assuming he meant the, the caverns, right? I, I don't know. Maybe he's talking in code. Yeah, like I, I wanted to ride the rides, sort of like, you know, Clark Giswold, Griswold in, uh, yeah. in National Lampoon's Vacation. They get there and John Candy says, sorry, kids, park's closed. <laughs> and then they take him at gunpoint and ride all the rides anyway. I, I don't know, you know, I mean, what was going on, you know. Uh, sorry, kids, park's closed. Um, so he had, a, I mean, it, they said the uh, sheriff of Garfield County said it seemed very likely, highly likely, that he intended to use all of these weapons and ordnance against the community. He chose not to. So uh, tragedy avoided, averted. I don't know what happened. I would love to know there's an ongoing investigation. I don't know if the guy killed himself or you know, bit down on a cyanide tablet or caught COVID. I don't know what happened. <sighs> Should have been wearing a mask. Could have been wearing a mask and wouldn't have a problem. Hang on. <coughs> That's better. That's better. Uh, then, uh, and then, did you see this deal coming out of Houston? I've seen this video everywhere where this kid, 19 years old, is going around the park, just punching people in the back of the head, and he does it for YouTube and TikTok. And, uh, you know, right here you see his image. Um, He runs around, punches people, and then uh, he says, oh, you, you guys, y'all only see the bad part about it. <laughs> well, I could just tell you, son, uh, if you punch me in the back of the head all they're gonna see is the dead part about it it's also so funny to be like you only see the bad part it's like dude you edited the video you edited the video he (laughs) said well you didn't see where we shake hands afterwards (laughs) oh i was just i just pranking people with with physical assault (laughs) and violence uh parents teach your kids better (laughs) you know this is really i was having this conversation this morning with someone 
talking about their kids, and they were asking me my opinion on something they were doing as a parent. And in this particular situation, I told them, I said, listen, um, you know, mothers need to be needed. Mothers like to be needed by their kids. They really do. I mean, everybody needs to be needed, right? You want to do that. Mothers are, um, they're the nurturers by and large. And again, I'm speaking in generalities and stereotypes. There's always exceptions to the rule. But mothers are nurturers. They're the caregivers. They're the ones who, you know, like to wipe away the tears and make sure everything's okay. And, you know, everybody hugs it out. Dads tend to be, they're supposed to be the ones who make the kids a little more self-reliant. You know, the kid scrapes his knee, spit on it, rub a little dirt on it. We're trying not to raise pussies around here. Um, make the kid a little more independent, you know, tough. Make them, turn them into people that can provide for themselves, change a tire, that kind of thing. What we are seeing, this, this is a perfect microcosm example of the lack of fathers in our culture here. Because you have a society of people who think they can run around, get away with anything, just do anything they want to somebody, get in somebody's face, push them around, scream things at them. Uh, I saw several videos of, uh, of people getting it. I don't know why I saw these. I guess re the reels just know that I love violence. Um, and I saw several videos of different people who's had security or their bodyguards and these people are screaming in the face of these security people or bodyguards. And then finally they get too close or they touch them and the bodyguards or the security person just levels them, just decks them. Now me personally, I'm okay with that. I know the law is not okay with that, but I'm okay with exacting a little justice, Brandon, you know? Like, if you get in somebody's face, you do it knowing full well that you're going to get punched in the face. You're in their space. I mean, I wear this mask for a reason. I don't want you in my face. Um, now, the law doesn't see it the same way I do, but that's, again, the problem with the law. Um, when there's no consequences, people do dumb things. This kid's a perfect example. And uh, he's just going around sucker punching people. And here's the thing. You've seen these videos of people getting sucker punched. I mean, like with with serious mal intent. I mean, these people are really seriously trying to cause damage. Um, um, yeah, he says, I know from the video, all you see is the bad part about it. But what people don't see is I shook his hand after and gave the man a hug. Brother, I'd give you something that rhymes with hug and it, and it starts with SL slug. Uh, and I'm talking about like 357, 40 cal, something like that. Um, 45, nine millimeter. You pick your round. But uh, yeah, don't do that. That's a, that's a, we're in an epidemic of fatherlessness, of not teaching kids consequences, responsibility. Uh, stop doing things for clicks. Stop doing things for views. You know, it's one thing to tell jokes and use rhetoric and things like that and trigger people with your words. It's another thing to lay hands on somebody. For instance, you got these multiple female athletes that dropped out of the women's jujitsu tournament after they were slated to compete against males who identify as a female. Uh, the, um, the result of the backlash forced this uh, organization to change its policy to exclude transgender athletes from women's competitions. I was watching uh, some of these interviews. One person said, I honestly never thought this would actually happen in a contact sport, especially not my contact sport. Um, 
You know, they kept asking me, are you fighting a, a man? And I was honestly too focused on coaching the rest of the crew to really pay attention to my opponent. Some people were talking about, I, I realized I was really scared. Um, I realized very quickly I couldn't muscle them like most girls. Well, it's because there were balls. There were balls involved. Uh, I got to take this mask off. I can't do it anymore. I got to break character. And I know there's people out there watching this go, we can't watch this show with you wearing that mask. I can't, I can't take jokes for 13 consecutive minutes. Uh, you got to quit. Uh, anyway. No, you should have grabbed that dude by the balls, kicked him right in the nuts. See if that's a violation. Teabagged him. Yeah, can you do that in the women's competition? Because technically... Sure. Yeah, you should be able to hit him in the nuts, right? I feel like that's I mean, fair listen, play. if you got to change policy rules to make it where men can't fight women, then they should have to change the policy rules after that match, after you've buried that guy's balls up into his abdomen. Yeah, I feel like that, that equals it out a little bit. You know, all right, you can fight me. You're going to be bigger, but I can go straight for your dick. Yeah, you came in with a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> all I did was disarm you. <laughs> I disarmed you. Oh, man. Let the transgender females compete in the men's division. It's as simple as that. If they want to compete, but again, they're mediocre men who want to go beat up on women. And that, to me, is disgusting. Go to realwomensclub.com. Oh, boy, howdy. Um, And if you're going to fight against a biological dude, you might want to have some insurance, some uh, life insurance. Uh, You know, the holidays not only allow us to spend time with family, but they're a reminder of how important your responsibility is to protect them. You got to plan to secure their future. Life insurance is an easy way to give your family peace of mind, provides a safety net. So if, you know, something were to happen to you, God forbid, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. You know, things like mortgage payments, college costs, all that stuff. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies and their team of licensed experts are on hand to help talk you through it, even if you already have a life insurance policy through work. may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. A lot of people don't think of that. So with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 a year for a, for a million dollars worth of coverage. Uh, some options offer same day approval, avoid necessary, unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius knows how valuable your time is, and so their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another. So you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your family deserves peace of mind. A life insurance policy through Policy Genius can give that to them. Head over to policygenius.com slash chat or click the link down in our description. Get the free life insurance quote. See how much you can save. Policygenius.com slash chat. We'll be right back. So a lot of people have heard me talk about this particular mask. I don't know if you've ever seen it. If you could, if you could see, you can actually see through this mask. You see the light, boys? See where that is? See, that's because it's not a mask. And this was my trick on the airplanes right here. This is basically just a piece of, uh, it's heavy duty. I don't know. I won't describe it as gauze. It's pretty heavy duty. But there's, there's holes in the deal. You could, I mean, you can see, I could see all the way through it. I could see my image right there on that screen. So the masks, when I was forced to do something, to go somewhere, um, like on an airplane, this was my go-to mask. People said, I can't believe you still have it. I've never found anything like this mask. 
I can't remember exactly where I got it, but I was like, I will never part with this thing because it's not a mask. You can actually breathe through that thing. Uh, they're going to do a gay museum. That's what they want to do. Um, what? <laughs> they're going to have like a whole um, wing dedicated to Dylan Mulvaney or something. I don't know. Um, Democratic, of course, rep Mark Pokin, Pokan, Pokin, I don't know, of Wisconsin. He's been poking. He's been doing some poking. He wants to introduce legislation for the second time to have a national gay museum paid for in Washington, D.C. Um, I mean, he, he likened it to uh, the idea, you know, museums that honor black Americans or Native American accomplishments in history. So I guess he'll just do a big, you know, uh, <laughs> display dedicated to Harvey Milk. And I don't know. They tried in 2022. That guy, uh, Pokin, he suggested that the gay community faced unprecedented attacks and attempts to erase our history, and we must preserve or protect our stories for future generations. Let me, let me, let me, let me get this straight. I mean, I mean, he says it's vital to remember our collective past, particularly when certain states seek to constrain and repeal existing rights by passing bills that harm LGBTQ plus youth in our community at large. So, okay, wait a second. So you guys have an entire fucking month, right? Like a whole month dedicated to to pride and rainbows and gay and and it is an effing month because that's what you guys are out there doing there was a dude just the other day at a pride parade that the police stopped him because he was swinging his dick outside of his pants uh and then he was arguing because he was gay that he had the right to walk down the street and do that um i i've seen it with my own eyes i've been to new orleans i've been on bourbon street i've seen the swinging peckers i've seen the dildos at the family friendly carnivals you guys get a free pass to do that you hang your rainbow flags everywhere every company in america every company in the world actually is is falling all over themselves trying to get your attention so they can have some form of a pride initiative and they can get your little gay sparkly stamp of approval your little little poop kisses stamp or something and uh everywhere you go people are catering to you bending over backwards to make sure that they know or that they're letting the world know that they are so accepting so diverse so equitable so inclusive of your way they're going to honor your pronouns they're going to make sure that you guys feel comfortable they're going to put your tampons in a men's bathroom they're going to give you free lube at the gas station and pass out condoms and hiv help clinics are on every billboard in west hollywood but you guys are marginalized and you need a freaking museum to talk about all the historic assholes you've put your penis in. Help me understand this. Help me understand this. So many. Oh, and you know what you're going to do? You're going to say that what I'm saying right now is a violent attack. No, a violent attack is what the black kid was doing in the park in Houston and then say, oh, but you didn't see me shake his hand. You tell me when somebody's walking up beating the shit out of you just because you're swinging your pride parade. I mean, it's bringing your pride flag. I mean, you guys are out there pro-Hamas, queers for Palestine. We laugh at you, but that's not violence. We're laughing at you because you live in an idiotic, oxymoronic mindset that is so hypocritical and so antithetical to any form of logic or syllogistic philosophical reason that we think you're stupid. That's not violence. That's not violence. You can't figure out whether you're a he, a she, a they, a them, a she, or a jure, or whatever non-binary, fruit of the loom, freaking unicorn you are today, farting sparkle dust out of your big gaping butthole. But please, 
Can we throw you a museum right next to the African-American Smithsonian? Because, yeah, y'all are basically Oprah at this point. Fuck. (laughs) I'm so tired of stupid stuff, man. I am so tired of give them, give it to them, give them a museum. You know, you know what it's going to, because you know what it'll turn into? It'll turn into debauchery. Because when you define yourself by your sexuality, that's, that's the only thing you're after is you're looking for another way to stick your dick through a glory hole in a men's bathroom. So give it to them, build it, build it, build it in a big nutsack shaped building right off the mall in Washington, D.C. Let the shadows of the great phallic Washington Monument fall across the nutsack of the gay museum. And everybody that goes in there can taste the fucking rainbow. So tired of stupid. So much violence. I mean, and don't even come at me. I sat here with a gay Muslim liberal last week for three days. He didn't feel violence. You think because you get made fun of and ridiculed. I love what Dice Clay used to say. Give them 10% off of Vaseline and get the fuck back in the closet. (laughs) And this is where we lose our YouTube. This, This is the hill I chose to die on right here. You know, it it's is, stupid, Brandon. Well, at some point, it's just like, how serious do they expect us to take them, really? I, I don't see how anybody. I don't. Because, like, the like with the chick who does like the neo pronouns, I go like, well, how serious do you think I'm supposed to be taking you? Because if it's a joke, then okay, we can haha. Yeah. But if you're gonna freak out when I make fun of you for it, well, or- we're kind of at an impasse here. We really are, because let's talk about that for a minute. And, and again, don't get lost in my crazy antics here. I'm making a point. <laughs> I, I just can't say it without stringing together a few epithets. Now, my deal is, and if it offends you, don't watch the show. If you don't like it, but I think most of you, I'm telling you something that you want to say, you just can't say, you're sick to death of it. Like the person I think you're referring to is the dude who thinks he's a woman who's filming himself in every restaurant. Yeah, that one. Do you one. see that one? Yep, yep. And then every place says, sir, and then, and then he keeps going, it, it hurts me in my heart. Yeah, oh, a knife in the heart. It hurts me in my heart. It's, a, it's like a knife in the heart. Yeah. And because I'm a, I'm a she, I'm a her, I'm a ma'am, he said, sir, and sets the camera up to so, so she can catch these people. I said she. I hate myself right now. <laughs> I hate myself right now. I said she. <laughs> Damn it! It's the mask of shame. I'm putting on the mask of shame. <laughs> wow, George, I said she. So he can go and, and put it out on the TikToks and the reels and all that crap. That is the epitome of manufactured oppression. Like, you're literally going out there, you look like a guy, you smell like a guy, you, you, you sound like a guy, everything about you screams, I'm a dude with lipstick on. And then when somebody says, no, sir, that, that hurts me in my heart. And these people, almost 100% of them, almost 100% of them apologize to him. 
What are you apologizing for? You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. The person was being kind to you. They didn't have to say, sir. They didn't have to say, ma'am. They could have just gave you a big F you and a middle finger and said, here's your slop. Eat it. They could have done that. I've actually been in those restaurants. I mean, remember we could go to restaurants like Dick's Last Resort where they like the, the waiters are paid to insult you. We paid good money for that. I think they still have Dick's Last Resort. I think there's one in Dallas. They actually write the insult right on your hat and put it on your head. But no, that's a perfect example. You're right, Brandon. Of these people, it's manufactured oppression. So I don't know how seriously they expect us um, to, to take that stuff. But I say give it to them. I mean, they're printing money anyway. Build a museum. I was going to say, I'd rather have a gay museum than like more bombs. Yeah. Why not? Why not? At least, at, at, least at one point in the future, we can pillage that museum and like burn it down. <laughs> You know, we're eventually going to smelt the George Floyd statues. I'm telling you, dude, you're right. And that was the point I was going to make earlier. I got sidetracked with my anger. <laughs> uh, you're right, because what they're going to do, they will it, it will turn into a shrine of debauchery. Yeah. It'll be a place where they have their pride parades. Their, their peckers will be on display. They'll be doing a ring toss over dildos stuck to the wall. Um they, they'll be, you know, lollipop here and there, and I promise you, it will, it will devolve into human sexual debauchery. So go ahead and build it. Please build it. I hope they pass this and they build it right there in Washington, D.C., so that in five years we can look back and be like, I, and I can say, you know, that's one thing we say about the Chad Prather Show, I'm always right. Because if you give a bunch of dudes a place to go get freaky deaky, guess what those dudes are going to do? They're going to go get freaky deaky and they'll turn it into that. And you know how I know that? Because I've seen the drag shows, the family friendly stuff. I've seen what they they fall into. I've seen these carnivals, these festivals, these pride things. I've seen what they don't. You don't believe me? Take your kid to the pride parade in West Hollywood. Do it. And then spend the next two days explaining to your kid what they saw and then spend tens of thousands of dollars and the next 20 years putting them through therapy and honestly if they're going to do this museum it should be in west hollywood it should be yeah build it right there build it right next to the mondrian hotel (laughs) (laughs) do it i'm not wrong you know i'm not wrong now we're not supposed to say these things but Representative Mark Pokin wants a place where he can go do some poking. I mean, really. <sighs> Gay people did something in history. Okay, I'm sure midgets did something in history too. And you know what? I'm going to say little people are far more marginalized in this day and age. Where's the little people museum? We represent the Lollipop Guild. Welcome them to Munchkin Land. I want to see this, man. It really it's the South Park episode. Make it, it gay and lame. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we lost YouTube. This was the hill. I chose to die on it, and it was for you guys. It was for all of you people out there. Uh Hey, since the early days of Blaze TV, we've been fortunate enough to work with the team of Relief Factor. They have this incredible anti-inflammatory that they brought to the marketplace. They tested it out in their hometown of Seattle. It had a remarkable ability to reduce pain from many different types of chronic ailments because it was fighting people's inflammation. It's Relief Factor. It is an all-natural alternative to pain medications that I trust to keep me pain-free. And inflammation is not only the chief cause of pain, it also helps. It's also a factor 
in many other diseases. And I love Relief Factor because it's always working to keep my inflammation markers in check. Hundreds of thousands of people who order Relief Factor every month, 70% of them keep ordering it because it works. And you can order a trial pack right now for $19.95. See if it'll work for you to reduce your pain. Go to relieffactor.com or call them 800-4-RELIEF. That's 800, the number four. Relief. Relieffactor.com. We'll be right back. They should build it in Gaza. That's where they should build it. Did you see Alex's homos for Hamas shirt? <laughs> uh, he sent that to me and I was like, that's, that's a marvelous shirt, dude. It's genius. It's so good. Homos for Hamas. <laughs> you just changed the vowels. God, I'm not. You know, every now and then I think I'm creative. And then a little piece of genius floats through. And it's like, I'm, I haven't scratched the surface. <laughs> now i'm pretty Homer's sure he wears that anywhere near a palestinian group he's gonna get his ass kicked but god is it a funny shirt funny dude um that's funny what is he gonna do with that uh i think he went to some pro-palestine rally but it seemed it seemed to be underwhelming <laughs> he's not marketing it right see that's the problem with all of these guys the alex steins of the world they can make a big splash they can go to their city council meetings they control everybody it's like the girl with the chewbacca mask a few years ago that went crazy viral had him on had her on every late night show and it was like and then she disappeared into obscurity nobody remembers her or her name anything else see that was the genius of what i was able to do is i, I was able to take my virality and turn it into a career yeah <laughs> Alex Stein needs to take lessons from me. It's underwhelming because he doesn't know the genius that he's playing with. Yeah. Homos for Hamas. That's genius. I think we should be selling that on the Blaze Birch website personally. See, that's what my brain's been working around right here ever since that popped off. Yeah. Since you said it. I don't think they'd put it up. Yeah, it might be a hard sell. I don't think people would buy it. I think people are chicken. That's true. That's a hard one. You got to really be dedicated to wearing. You got to be public. dedicated to the troll. Yeah, and you probably got to be a big enough fella if someone comes and takes a swing at you. <laughs> well, see, like I'm dealing with a tweaked back. I, I was at Tim DiDonato. This is why I got to stay in my lane. Tim DiDonato was out there moving a big heavy table because they were bringing food to feed people. I don't know why they're feeding people around here. I, I need people working. <laughs> and um. I said, here, let me help you move that table. And the table's awkward because down at the bottom, it's got legs, but then the legs at the very bottom are connected by two by fours. Uh -huh. So when I went to pick it up, it was, it's a heavy table. A little, I went to take a step a little tweak. and there's no, there's nowhere for your feet to go when you take the step because of that board. Yeah. And so I leaned over and when I did it, threw my back out. So I'm crying on the inside right now. That's <laughs> what I'm saying to you. Um, so I can't take a punch. I know that. That kid in Houston, I talk big about that kid in Houston sucker punching people, but I just have to let him beat me. Oh, You know, it's funny how the, this administration, the White House, and pretty much everybody is so quick to, to call out, classify, and label and vilify the people that they're opposed to. Like immediately, you go on my Twitter right now, you find that picture of me wearing that mask. A beautiful, beautiful, it's a beautiful mask. I don't know if you know it or not. It's a beautiful, fabulous, fabulous mask. 
you see that thing and then you go down and read the comments underneath that people lose in their mind people have no problem classifying those they disagree with or dislike so you would think that the biden white house would be very quick to come out and condemn hamas and these anti-semitic leftists that are out there chasing people you know around and in their rallies snatching down flags and even you take what happened in russia the other day at the airport maybe we'll get into that but the other day peter ducey asked uh corinne jean pierre whether the anti-israel protesters swarming college campuses and city squares across the nation constitute extremists i don't know if you remember this but you know in charlottesville virginia when there was supposed neo-nazis there they call them extremists if you mention the proud boys they call them extremists uh if you mention any one of these groups that are out there i don't even know their names they immediately call them extremists and they said, would Joe Biden call these people extremists? Um, now, they didn't quite come out and, 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 and say that they did, uh, that they were extremists. Uh, she said, what I can say is that we've been very clear about this. No, you haven't. When it comes to anti-Semitism, there's no place. We have to make sure that we speak against it very loud and very clear about that. Uh, but just didn't have anything to say about extremists oh she went on to say that um uh says uh you know they saw neo-nazis marching down the streets in charlottesville with vile anti-semitic hatred uh and biden was clear then he's clear now he takes actions against that over the last two years he's continued to be clear there's no place no place for this type of vile and this kind of rhetoric all right they love to tell you how clear they are um, now, again, I don't know if you remember this, but he, the president and Karine Jean-Pierre and all of the Biden administration are very consistent to refer to MAGA Republicans as extremists. In fact, that's the only rhetoric they use. Extreme MAGA Republicans. That's Joe Biden's phrase, right? Extreme MAGA Republicans. So they have no problem. If you're going to vote for Donald Trump, you're an extremist. But they refuse to use that word to these punk ass kids running around in their pro-Palestine and their flags and their Taliban flags, by the way, marching up and down college campuses. They're not going to call them extremists. But the, the soccer mom who goes to the school board meeting and talks about pornography in her child's library in the public schools is going to be called a domestic terrorist. White supremacy is the largest existential threat to American democracy that we've ever known, right? That's what Joe Biden has said, right? He, he has said white supremacy, that they're the biggest terror threat, terror threat to America today. But they can't call these people extremists. What happened? I, I like, I'm trying to figure out. Now, what, didn't, they, didn't they really go after Kanye? A few months ago because he was so anti-semitic yeah like the whole world because he met with trump or was, yeah. said some pro-trump things or now because he was anti-semitic that was the buzz phrase for kanye uh-huh f this guy yeah nick fuentes who when i say his name i spit uh-huh but nick fuentes who is supposed to be this neo-nazi anti-semitic guy like Kanye brings him to Mar-a-Lago. Trump doesn't know he's coming, doesn't even know who he is, mm -hmm. shows up, and now Trump is meeting with a, you know, an anti-Semite. 
And Kanye is, you know, for saying that the Jews run Hollywood and the industry and all this kind of stuff. He's an anti-Semite. But now it's becoming an in vogue thing where one poll I, I read said that 50 percent don't support Israel. 50 percent in America don't support Israel. So, I mean, you talk about a house divided. So it used to be you can't be anti-Semitic. And now it's in vogue to be anti-Semitic. Yeah. Help me understand that, Brandon. He, he, I mean, he honestly should have just waited a few months. <laughs> if he does that two and a half months later, they're like, man, Kanye's right. He called it. Right. We're going to send him to Gaza to go give Hamas a prep talk or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah, he really just, he, he, he rolled it out too soon. Yeah. See, Kanye is owed an apology. Yeah, I think he should rightfully be uncanceled. They should bring him on to college campuses. Yeah. And he can sing, Jesus walks. I mean, <laughs> like, didn't the, I'm pretty sure the New York Times literally hired, like, I don't know if it was a journalist or photojournalist who tweeted, I love Hitler. We canceled Kanye for that. Shouldn't just yeah. go have him work at the New York Times. He can be a war correspondent. Yeah. Now, you know, as for me, I, like, I have a hard time keeping up with all the people I'm supposed to not like at this stage in the game, right? I'm not supposed to like the Jews. I'm not supposed to like. Arabs. I'm not supposed to like Palestinians, specifically Hamas. I'm not supposed to like celebrities. I'm not supposed to like athletes. I'm not supposed to like the NFL. I'm not supposed to like Bud Light. I'm not supposed to like transgender. I'm not supposed to like, like, <laughs> I'm running out of shit to not like. I guess you pretty much just have to Or hate. I'm running out of shit to like, I yeah, should say. You gotta hate everything, I guess, to be safe. You gotta denounce everything. Everything yeah. requires an addendum. It requires a qualifier. That's why it's like, I'm just done. <laughs> Like, I'm done. Like, I've said over and over again, I don't know how many different ways to say it. I don't support the governments of man. Whether you like it or not, there's only one kingdom that matters, and that is the kingdom of God. I'm not preaching to you, but I do believe that. And am I fully in alignment with the kingdom of God? No, I'd like to be, but I'm not. But that doesn't change the reality. Because reality isn't determined by the expression of my actions or practices, but the reality still stands regardless of my fallen nature. But I can tell you this, the governments of man, the kingdoms of man are fallen and they're depraved and they are evil. I don't care if that's America. I don't care if that's Israel. I don't care if that's you pick a country. I don't care. As long as there's people involved, it's going to be evil. And so, no, I don't think we should be sending money to do this or that or fight that or bomb them or any, you know, any of this stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't think we should be. Let people fight their own crap. I've said it last week. Let the dudes in the suits do the fighting. Sick to death of this stuff. No, I'm not a coward. I'm just, I'm just a common sense person. That thinks, you know, there's only so far you can go with this stuff, fighting everybody else's battles before you get your own bell rung. I can't fight everybody else's fight for them while I'm getting my own ass kicked. I can't do that. Look at our southern border, folks. That is the end of that argument. Our southern border is wide open. We got military bases. We got people deployed all over this country. We got Iran surrounded, man. But we don't have anybody down on the southern border taking care of anything. What the hell's going on? And they're coming in droves. They're already here. So, yeah, I'm a little bit concerned that we've kind of left, our, left our, uh, our, our rear flank a little unguarded. Yeah, but I hate everybody. That's what we're supposed to do. All right, I'm going to go to a break. i got to talk about theblaze.com, but we're going to do that at the head of the next section, all right? So uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Woo! 
Oh boy, pissed a lot of people off online. I I don't know. I, I posted the picture of me with the mask earlier, and uh, at the time of this taping, that's been shared nine hundred times. Um, ten thousand five hundred reactions. That's as of uh, twelve fifty Central. It's amazing. Um, crazy. We're a messed up group of people, man. We really are. But uh, if you want to make heads or tails of it, I'm glad that you guys turned to the blaze. We don't get everything right, but you, tell, you know what? We're honest about the things that we believe. And that's the beauty of the blaze is they've never called me on the carpet and said, hey, you can't say this or you got to go this direction. We've disagreed with each other. We've called each other out. We've done that. We've had honest discussion and debates from time to time. Sometimes it gets a little heated. I've seen it happen. I've been on set when it did. But I can always trust that uh, the people who are here at The Blaze, that when they're sharing something, it's not because it was dictated to them or they were paid to do it. They were honest about their own beliefs and their convictions and, and their opinions on something. And I respect that. And I respect that about The Blaze to be able to let people have free speech. That's the beauty of independent broadcasting when it's truly independent. And I know they were frustrated. They were frustrated because... Uh, whenever you went to theblaze.com to read the news articles, there, were, there was pop-up ads everywhere, which can be annoying. I get that. But, you know, you got to have advertisers to make the world go round. Can't, can't keep these lights on and this expensive building running and, you know, uh, always correct, never wrong hosts like me, you know, coming on here to talk. Um, but we got demonetized and it got harder and harder because, you know, the the agencies out there the tech overlords um they just decided that they were going to censor everything so you know when lauren chin's youtube got demonetized because the bots went through and anything she ever said about misgendering somebody created so many red flags or sarah gonzalez was calling out you know drag parties for children or uh you know we were talking about the hunter biden laptop uh all this stuff got censored and so they made it impossible for us to monetize anything, and we couldn't pay the bills that way. So we said, you know what? The people who got us this far is the audience, and the audience is, what's mattered, is, what's, is what has mattered. And we've tried to be an audience-centric uh, network. And so uh, we said, you know what? Let's do something nobody else is doing. Let's flip the script on them. We're just not going to try to advertise with them at all. Uh, now, a lot of people heard that and said, well, what about your podcast? Is your podcast, you're going to get rid of all the ads? No, no, no. The podcast is different. The, the shows are different. We still love our sponsors. We love our advertisers on here, but we're talking about theblaze.com. When you go read an article, we want you just to get the article. And, uh, so we have a thing now called blaze plus the folks here work very, very hard to bring, um, I think cutting edge to the, uh, the news media online platform. Theblaze.com is completely revamped. It's, uh, it's a beautiful site, but beyond that, uh, it gives you unadulterated, unfiltered, uncensored the information that you're looking for. You can read the op-eds. You can read the editorials. You can read the news stories without having to worry about anything censored because it's Katie bar the door now. They can't hinder us from that. We own the platform, and you can read the stories. So it's pretty solid stuff. In fact, I've had to get onto them a little bit here because they like to post some of the articles that other people have written to my page to make it look like I agree with these opinions. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, me and Jason Whitlock don't always agree on everything. Me and Sarah Gonzalez don't always agree on everything. Me and, who, you know, name your host. 
So let's be careful how we word those because now I'm out defending myself, which again, it's kind of hard to, you know, fight your battle when you're getting kicked, when you're in a battle with everybody else. Um, so I said, let's be careful with that. But I get what they're trying to do and I value that, right? So uh, if you're not a subscriber to Blaze TV, go to blazetv.com slash Chad, use promo code Chad, sign up, be a Blaze subscriber, but also uh, get the Blaze Plus, add in that, that extra piece where you can get theblaze.com. You get completely unlocked at theblaze.com and see everything that's going on. Check it out. Um, it's all packaged in there together and you're going to love it. So I, I love that piece of the puzzle and I'm really proud of what they're doing here at the blaze in so many different ways. And, um, there's, there's a lot going on in our world, man. And I'm telling you, just like I said on the show yesterday, they lied to us about everything with the pandemic. They lied about the vaccines. They lied about COVID. They've lied about Hunter Biden. They've lied about, you know, Joe Biden, they've, they've lied about so many different things. The media just absolutely sucks. And if you want the story straight, you need to keep coming to a place of a uh, place where, like this, like the blaze. And um, I don't want to talk about this Hamas stuff, but uh, we ain't got much time left anyway. <laughs> you guys collected some really good video clips today, and we just didn't do any of them, did we? Uh, but... Uh, it's all it's, right. The war will still be going on. The war tomorrow. will still be going on. We're That's the get beauty into of it. war is it, it never ends. I know. I got to see if I can get Sarah Gonzalez in here. I miss her. Maybe I can get her in for overtime or something. But uh, get her take on some of these things. You know, maybe we get Kanye in here. We get Kanye on the show. See what he has to say about all this kind of stuff. Be fascinating to see if he pops back up now that what he got canceled for is okay to say out loud. Yeah, it's true. What is that? What is that story? I haven't even looked at it. Well, that story where Kamala wants AI equity. What is that? Uh, the AI needs to apparently not be racist. Uh, there you go. Yeah, there, that's of course. <laughs> of course, that's what she said. Now I feel like I feel like that's a something to take up with the people who code the AI. I don't know. It's just always very funny to me that the AI seems to almost immediately become racist. Yeah. Because we've got a few of these now where they've re released the AI, and then within like three months, they're just saying the N-word. Wow, really? Yeah, That's Facebook had huge. a big problem with it. It was like their messenger AI they rolled out a while ago, and people were just teaching it how to be racist, so it became very racist. Skynet's a racist company. <laughs> All right, y'all, hang tight. We'll be right back. And, and let me just tell you something, just as a final thought here, based on what we were saying a minute ago. Um, you know, the whole transgenderism thing with that guy who was saying I didn't want to be called sir. I'll, I'll just give you a little little summary on this thing. You know, I, I like to treat transgenderism sort of like women treat dicks. Um, I'll accept it as long as you don't try to cram it down my throat. <laughs> That's kind of where my summation is on that deal. Oh, for more jokes like these and plenty of hate, uh, join me this weekend in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Looney Bin. Going to be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Friday and Saturday's early shows are almost sold out. Uh, if not already, check them out. Uh, the Late Show Friday night, plenty of room for that. It's a small crowd. 10 o'clock show, though. It's going to be late. Yeah, my our crowd doesn't show up for that. Uh, but uh, then next week... 
Going to be in Wichita, Kansas. That's the 11th. That's a Saturday night. Jesse Payton's with me on both of those. And uh, also, after that, going to be in Tomball, Texas, District 249. And I will be in um, uh, Marble Falls, Texas. So anyway, watchchad.com is where the fun stuff is. We'll see you tomorrow. We love you. God bless you. Bye. Bye.